hey guys welcome to dnd smart talks in this talk we have lipsa she's a content strategist and a marketing consultant and she's been doing this when she was 13 so uh, we have a prodigy here on a podcast and i'll give it up to her to tell her journey and give her a quick introduction to us thank thank you so much john for the kind words i mean hearing somebody call me a prodigy it's just another whole level Well, hi guys. I am Lipsa. I am a computer science engineer. I was working in Dell for a year, but now I have left that job and now I'm an entrepreneur. I've been freelancing since I was 13, and I would like to call myself as an experimenter. I have worked in a lot of different fields like writing, social media. I was even a graphic designer at some point, but that was really bad. So don't ask me about it. <laughs> So I'm a content strategist and marketing consultant for blockchain and tech brands, and I also am a freelance mentor. So my main aim is to help people be financially free, ditch the nine to five routine, and kickstart their freelancing journey. It's so great to be on this podcast. Awesome! That was an amazing introduction. I think you covered a few things of my next question, but can you give us like a quick journey, like how you got here? Right, so it's a really interesting journey. Like when I talk about it, I started when I was thirteen because of a friend's lost pen drive. So what happened was I borrowed a pen drive from my friend, and being the clumsy person I am, I just left it somewhere. I had no idea where it was. I didn't want to tell my parents because I didn't want to get scolded, and they were pretty conservative. And if I tell my friend, then then she'll take the blame for herself. So I thought I will earn it. So I went through online gig platforms, a lot of platforms like you know clicking ads mm-hmm. and uh, just doing small tasks, nothing really significant. Plus, I was very young, right? I needed something. that could pay me because i don't have a paypal i don't have a kyc i i literally have no way to get it to my bank account so i found this website called mturk.com which is an amazon based uh, gift site which gives the things as gift cards right so that's how i earned enough money like i did writing i did a bit of service i did a bit of data entry and i earned that money and gave the and drive back to her and you know once you get that taste uh-huh. of uh, online freelancing or online making money online it is really addictive uh-huh. you feel like it's all you know you can do anything and this can actually be your life so that's how my interest started and it has expanded so much that i now run a content writing agency uh-huh. with Uh, which has hit over one crore in revenue this year. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Starting from a pen drive to building a company such of such, you know, impact. <laughs> it's amazing too, and we love stories. Listening to those stories. Uh, yeah, I think like when I messed up with something like that, I you know used from like pocket money or like you know the mess bill and stuff like that. So I think I should have done something like this. That would be fun. Anyways. uh like what what made you like and it, it's very hard to like decide what you want to do right and what you want to pursue how did you you know find content strategy and writing and marketing as like your you know the go to thing to do oh my god yeah 
I completely understand, and I understand your point that you say that it's very hard to find what you're good at because this was a burning question for me for a long time. Even now, if you would have asked me this question like two, three months ago, I would have been like, "Oh, I do a bit of everything," mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's very hard to you know put yourself in a box or something. But what I did was I kind of wrote down everything I was interested in, and I kind of selected. i i kind of saw what was common in all of those things mm-hmm. and what struck out what stand out what stand stood out mm-hmm. what stood out the most to me was stories mm-hmm. stories that inspire mm-hmm. stories that motivate and me able to tell that story to the to the world so that is how i found my passion with writing uh, writing was always something of, of my in my strong skill set and like in english and etc it was always something i was fond of and when i had that agency i explored a little bit more about having you know editing and say seeing how people write strategizing the blog posts or strategizing the keywords etc it was a whole different area and that's how i learned mm-hmm. to how to strategize mm-hmm. but i missed writing mm-hmm. after all these years that feel of you know just writing something and then going back and uh-huh. looking at it and being proud of your work uh-huh. that's that- like the best feeling in the world that's very interesting i feel like it's like a almost a framework like do multiple things and then you figure out what yeah. is that you are missing not not doing yes. <laughs> i like that uh, and, and, and see you'll always i think you'll always be attracted to a very specific kind of thing that you want like it will somehow creep your creep the way creep in actually like you're doing something but that thing will always be at the back of your mind and it will influence your work in the other direction also you will get reminded of it so it will be like you know jo bolte na the universe is calling you <laughs> yeah i know i do believe in universe it's uh, works in very mysterious way <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think like you know coming back to the heart and the topic of this podcast right like how to find your first you know paying gig because like finding what you love is one thing and supporting yourself and supporting others with someone with doing that is another thing how do you like you know many there are like i know like many talented people uh, who write really well but they you know can't you know support themselves doing that uh, how do they like find their first client and you know the gigs and stuff like that right so this is a big question yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know it's uh it's something that i plan to do on my instagram as well like i have been trying to kind of cover this exact topic on my instagram uh you if you want you guys can check it out at it it's lipta das so i kind of have made a five step plan which i'm going to break it down to you first i mean you can always not go you know completely according to this plan because it all depends on your personality okay something might work for me something won't work mm. for you you might be more comfortable in different uh, mediums like if you are more comfortable on video or you are more comfortable in writing or you are more comfortable in posting or you like it all depends on your personality and which 
platform or which area would work best for you that's something you need to figure out you can and uh, there is always this debate like whether you should start as a generalist like write on everything on the earth or just be a specialist like be a specific person i think you know both have their pros and cons it's up to you i like the specialist route because it helps you get a lot of paying gigs but i didn't start out that way i started out as a generalist to find out what i really like so it depends on where you are in this journey also if you've already done a bit of freelance writing i would advise you to niche down to the area that you feel is best for you but if you haven't then you can experiment as well like but branding yourself in a specific niche especially niche you have real world experience so mm-hmm. let's get to it mm-hmm. so first i want you guys to identify a niche which is like you make a list of things which you are good at mm-hmm. it can be your educational background it can be your uh, hobbies mm-hmm. it can also be your you know what people most ask you about it can be about something you just love reading you can read hours on it and that gives you gives you more knowledge than the average person so that's the question you need to ask mm-hmm. what makes you different from the average person what do you have more knowledge in than the average person mm-hmm. you don't have to be an expert or anything just know a little bit more and that's how you can differentiate yourself even as a beginner because i'll give you an example right so mm-hmm. i'm from the tech background Mm-hmm. it is really easy for me to convert tech gigs because i can mm-hmm. i can say mm-hmm. that i worked in automation i worked in uh, blockchain mm-hmm. and i've actually developed it so mm-hmm. you can hire a writer with years of experience mm-hmm. but you won't find someone who has real life experience mm-hmm. so in case of john for example he would make a fantastic ui ux writer right <laughs> i i don't know dude i i think i can't write that's why i do like videos i think i'm good in like talking than writing because i write <laughs> and then i like ask my friend hey can you like fix it for me and then they fix it it's like a hell difference <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah anyways yeah yeah I, the, I, I do the get the point so, yeah so so even if you can't write you can definitely research and get points yeah. from your experience Yes. But I get right. your point because once you yeah. have an experience, it's easier to structure the writing content. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anyways, yeah. and and don't tell me that you don't have any experience. You cannot go through eighteen <laughs> years, nineteen years of your life without doing nothing. You can't. Even okay. if it's talking people on social media, you could become a really great market researcher. Mm-hmm. I recently um, attended this workshop by Raj Shamani. So he was talking about how mm-hmm. his friend. only talent mm-hmm. was stalking people on instagram uh-huh. and he mentioned that on his interview uh-huh. and he got a job at dell for 20 lakh wow that's awesome like all he has to do is to stalk influencers find out what is trending uh-huh. and done <laughs> yeah social media is quite powerful i i tweeted one of my project to a company and then i got my internship and they funded the entire my work time there so yeah it's very powerful <laughs> yeah amazing the power of social media is like insane mm-hmm. if you know how to utilize it in your favor it is going to you mm-hmm. know 
skyrocket your mm-hmm. oppor- the opportunities you have so um so this is what i mean by identifying a niche next mm-hmm. we come to studying the market demands so what you have to do is that you have to look at already existing job posts okay mm-hmm. so for example if it is like linkedin you can go to linkedin and you can see the job section and just type hiring in the job section and you will find a lot of people mm-hmm. posting so you can note down the industries which are popular mm-hmm. you can go to facebook communities which is actually my top way to get clients like we have gotten a lot of clients through facebook mm-hmm. i know it 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 was like so weird to go on facebook after actually log in after 3 4 years mm-hmm. and then find old posts of me playing random games <laughs> and then it posting to my facebook and stuff uh-huh. and it was so weird to actually reply to posts and reply to job posts there but i found some insane people they have they have these really niche down communities where they hang out mm-hmm. okay so i'll tell you how to find them also a kind of a framework in your niche mm-hmm. but they have these really niche down communities where you can find a lot of job opportunities people mm-hmm. are building their business mm-hmm. there are startups so they actively need help and mm-hmm. they would rather focus on the community than post on you know big job posts mm-hmm. so you can join those groups too and there are, there are some threads on reddit Uh-huh. like your money or hire a writer they they also post stuff there and writers also pitch there so you can see both of them mm-hmm. and you can find out which niche is most commonly repeating mm-hmm. and that can be one of your market demand so what you have to do is that you have to write two samples so mm-hmm. you have to write sorry, not two samples you have to write two types of samples mm-hmm. which is two samples on the topics of your interest which you know better than the average person mm-hmm. and two samples on the market demands right mm-hmm. and that is how you structure the entire thing and then comes the pitching part mm-hmm. so i've already told you where exactly people look out for pitching but i'll be a bit more specific here mm-hmm. like which platforms you can use mm-hmm. to freelance as a mm-hmm. beginner i would suggest to start out with linkedin Mm-hmm. and facebook groups facebook groups the key uh, the framework is to find out where your ideal audience hangs mm-hmm. okay. so what what has worked for me is you ha- you can go to like these influ- groups of influencers mm-hmm. some uh, a lot of us influencers they have facebook groups to manage their communities mm-hmm. so that there you find like minded people who are building so if if somebody ha- if some influencer has a social media business mm-hmm. they will attract social media managers to them mm-hmm. and what will social media managers need they will need graphic design mm-hmm. services and you can be that person who offers those services mm-hmm. right so that is how you kind of niche down groups mm-hmm. obviously you can also search by your uh, keyword Mm-hmm. but you will find a lot of competitive groups and the opportunities won't be that amazing mm-hmm. but it still works like mm-hmm. we started out like that and then mm-hmm. we we found these influencer kind of groups which kind of helped us you know, yeah yeah i think like the kind of opportunities 
got it i think like you few covered a few questions regarding the platform and yeah that's what i see personally when i like talk to uh, you know people reaching out to me it's like um finding what you love is like one thing and then aligning that with the market need i think that's where you know sometimes that is missing so i think like you kind of bring in that perspective of like understanding the market understanding the niche you know and how do you go about researching on this platform is like super powerful uh and like learning to sell your skill is a important skill these days <laughs> yeah yeah so, even if you're like working for someone internally there are like thousand people and then nobody like takes care of you you have to like you know pitch in and get work for yourself inside a company so it's a scalable it's skill just looking out for themselves right mm-hmm. yeah uh and especially in america they have the culture here if you're like not telling you what to do you know it's like you have to tell them what you got to do so <laughs> you are the expert that's yes. why they hired you exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's a shift i'm seeing before you know they were giving a specific task now it's like super open uh, and it depends on the companies too anyways yeah so i think and also your multidisciplinary approach right like you coming from technology background and then becoming a writer that helped you so much and that's entire premise of this podcast right what do you have to like add to that of being a multidisciplinary kind of a person exactly so i will say that my tech background has helped me a lot while finding high paying gigs because <laughs> It, it boils down to what i said when you choose your niche right mm-hmm. so you when you know something better than the average person how do you know it you have some kind of experience in it mm-hmm. and that is why that is where the entire multidisciplinary thing comes in mm-hmm. you have to stack your skills mm-hmm. be irreplaceable mm-hmm. there are so many people who write the same things or who offers similar services mm-hmm. if it's like in graphic design or something mm-hmm. i what sounds better mm-hmm. i offer graphic design services mm-hmm. or i offer youtube thumbnails to coaches mm-hmm. super specific right and you and people want people who have already worked with similar people that builds mm-hmm. that credibility that trust right mm-hmm. so that's why if you kind of niche yourself down to a specific area but your past experiences which mm-hmm. is, which is where the multidisciplinary things come your past experiences influence the kind of work you do here mm-hmm. so that is why you bring a unique perspective mm-hmm. to the entire world yeah i think like that and that makes you irreplaceable yeah that's super interesting your past experience right like this is what i tell anish like the way to find what you want to do is like to look back <laughs> uh yes <laughs> yeah and i think like uh i was think like and it opens up so much of possibilities there would be something you know you are like interested about it could be like food or it could be like guitars it could be like my damn tables i don't know why <laughs> so i think like you could actually find that niche what you write and like it's such so much of possibilities of you know it could be like even like travel like anything like that so it's super interesting exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You you brought up travel, right? Uh-huh. You know how much people get paid to just uh, travel to different countries and then write about their experiences there. Their entire trip gets sponsored. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's like insane. I mean, I know it's it's uh-huh. a pandemic, but 
Hey, that's a, that's a niche too, right? How you travel during pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. true. There's this very interesting niche that I recently found in this travel thing only. How do I travel with my dog? Oh, <laughs> Americans! <laughs> everyone has a dog here. They would like read it in and out. <laughs> exactly. How to find a moving RV truck? Mm-hmm. How to go to different countries? What is the process like it's, it's so super interesting mm-hmm. it's informative it's interesting it brings a unique perspective mm-hmm. and these are all the qualities that your writing or your service should have mm-hmm. to attract this high paying yeah and it makes me think like storytelling is such a powerful skill you know and it translates to like so many things and if you can travel and you can tell a story you can you know live off of that as well and and i also want to bring this up that people say that uh, gpt3 etc is going to automate writing and mm-hmm. people say i don't think so because you cannot automate the experience mm-hmm. you cannot automate what people go through you cannot mm-hmm. automate what people think yes you can replicate it you can fake it to some extent but i think your voice is mm-hmm. something can't be replaced and your experience yeah and yeah that human humanization of content is super powerful than you know automating it so i i do see a value in it and i work in innovation as well and that human factor is something that differentiates a product now so i totally like see uh, see the power of like human factors in like whatever you do so like let's say like someone found their niche they you know are good at writing and they also found like platforms uh you know how do they deal with like not getting any requests <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. so girls where you have to be a little proactive mm-hmm. okay so you can either go two ways which is essentially thing but i will break it down for you you could go two ways the first way mm-hmm. is to like apply to requests okay mm-hmm. every freelance platform has a job post section even fiverr has a buyer request section and mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. so people post their uh, requirements and then you kind of pitch to them okay mm-hmm. so that is replicable everywhere like even in facebook communities there are two ways you can either show up and provide value and talk about your achievements and all or you can see what people are actively needing and then pitch to them there right mm-hmm. so it's it's more about you going to the buyer in the beginning then the buyer coming to you mm-hmm. but uh, that is just the one aspect of it like you can uh self promoted like mm-hmm. some groups allow you to post your links mm-hmm. groups of entrepreneurs they allow you to post your links and then get some more visibility mm-hmm. and once you get those one two three reviews on freelancing platforms so it's kind of snow mm-hmm. snowball so that's how it works and mm-hmm. i will say niching down that is why i personally recommend niching down a little bit it makes you mm-hmm. that uh, so i'll give you an example if there are 100 gigs of mm-hmm. content writing mm-hmm. why will anybody choose a person with no reviews unless you are charging very low mm-hmm. but if there are 5 gigs of say writing on pets or dogs mm-hmm. 
they might choose you if you have written the, the description really properly mm-hmm. and you have experience mm-hmm. right that's where the money is right mm-hmm. you you find niches which people have not yet dominated see mm-hmm. what your competitors are doing and do it better mm-hmm. find out your unique selling point and uh, and obviously uh, the like you know in freelance platforms it is a little bit difficult i won't deny that mm-hmm. but uh, it's not impossible it takes a bit of time and that is why i would recommend you start with social media too mm-hmm. if you don't have any questions regarding this i'll talk about the social got it yeah that makes sense like i remember one of the anish's follower told this i don't remember his name uh but he said if you are not a interested person be interested in the other person <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think like you know just being curious about certain companies and reaching out to them it kind of opens up that you know offline kind of networking that is powerful too along with like the social media yeah and what worked for me is me just putting out content on linkedin and people relating to it and like exactly. i just so i had a very like tough time with one of the job and then i you know i wrote this on linkedin you know um it said like design job titles need a redesign and it came out of a lot of pain and 16000 people kind of you know liked it and like related to it so yeah and it kind of built I'm you know i'm talking to viral john No, I'm not viral. Sixteen thousand is nothing. <laughs> yeah, so oh, think, yeah, and I think it kind of gave me connections from like such big companies and all that stuff. So it's very powerful just putting your thoughts out there constantly exactly. and like educating companies or people. It's a powerful thing, and something that you're you're doing on Instagram right now, right? Right, right. Yeah, and that that brings me to the second point. Uh-huh. It is easier to get your clients through social media. It is easier to get your clients through content and get mm-hmm. people coming to you. Mm-hmm. Like John said in LinkedIn, mm-hmm. you you don't have to do more effort than just writing the post and making it relatable to their target audience. Like people will read it and they'll be like, "Yes, I have been this in this position," mm-hmm. and this guy gets. what i have gone through and this is the person i want to work with mm-hmm. so that kind of impact and that kind of influence can come through when you post content mm-hmm. regularly and that is also a great way to start and differentiate yourself mm-hmm. because your voice will stand out there and it's like you have a portfolio ready right of with mm-hmm. social proof with mm-hmm. likes comments and people reacting to it so it will be very easy mm-hmm. for you to get similar clients because mm-hmm. you have already shown that people trust you mm. yeah that's super interesting and even for like an as a company as well right if you're like trying to get a client for your company i've seen like design companies having like dedicated content strategies and that's drives their business so it's definitely a powerful tool you know putting your content out there and educating people or at least you're talking what you believe in <laughs> because you know what <laughs> you believe in might be like a very unique thing which you know the market might have not thought so i think like you can create your own space kind of a stuff too uh um, exactly your experiences are unique mm-hmm. that's what brings Mm, interesting yeah uh so 
this is a big question and i think like many have is like can you have a full time job and still freelance or you know how do you balance that <laughs> i <laughs> i know you are like an expert at it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i i did balance it for a year mm-hmm. for a year it drove me crazy at times uh-huh it did uh-huh. i will not lie there is like a very like you have thin balance of burning out mhm as is being still being you know profitable and still able to work mm-hmm. because the more you do this the more, okay when you are starting out in a company they will have you know less expectations of you they would still be training you they would still be mm-hmm. you know teaching you stuff and you will get a little more free time Mm-hmm. at that point or uh, in it companies there is this bench period also right mm-hmm. so that's the like the perfect time to experiment whatever you want uh-huh like do anything and still get paid for it just sit there and stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah uh, to balance these two it has your schedule has to be at night mm-hmm. like you have to you cannot overwork on one thing and then neglect other completely because that will not give you any fruitful results so mm-hmm. you have to kind of make sure that if your full time job is 9 to 5 you are not working 9 to 9 mm-hmm. mm. and it is difficult it is difficult to do that when you have a boss mm-hmm. with deadlines and i will say i will not say that i have been the perfect person who has not uh, worked a 9 to 9 in something uh, but it happens but you cannot do that all the time you cannot feel like uh, you cannot impress people at work and still have another uh, kind of cake going you cannot do both at the same time mm-hmm. you have to pick and choose your battles okay yeah. so if it's freelancing is something you are really passionate about and you just want to build it up enough till you leave your job mm-hmm. completely fine accept that you won't be the best person at your job who will get all the awards and stuff accepted mm-hmm. and okay mm-hmm. it's okay to do that uh, prioritize that this is what you want to do in the next for the next few years mm-hmm. and build a goal build a strategy say uh, build tasks for yourself like today i will make one gig on one freelancing plan mm-hmm. today i will post one social media content mm-hmm. have days mm-hmm. and then have specific tasks for that day not time slots day mm-hmm. you have to complete it within that day mm-hmm. and that's how you will see a bit more progress it also really helps like in my case it also really helped to have a co-founder mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it kind of took a little bit of the pressure off like when i'm extremely busy then he can handle it but that's when you get like go to like agency level and stuff mm-hmm. why freelancing of course it's on you and you have to you are your own boss mm-hmm. and <laughs> that is what freelancing is all about right being your own boss yeah that makes sense and i do have a lot of experience you know working as well as like doing things about i want to do uh, and like weekends like are the good time uh, i know like it can exhausting right you work from 9 to 5 and you use a lot of your brain power right then you don't have any brain power and it's not unf- not fair to employer also if you are like not focused 
but i think like weekends are pretty chill sometimes and you can like spend like the saturday morning or sunday afternoon something like that uh but i do I have like ஒர்க்ஸ்டன்சிட்டிஸ்டன்சிஸ்டன்சிஸ்டன்சிஸ்டன்சிஸ்டன்சிஸ்டன்சிஸ்டன்சிஸ்டன்சிஸ்டன்
yeah i think like uh, i wanted like thank melina uh, she sent like few good questions and she's super interested was interested about this topic so she sent few questions that we discussed here uh, i think like we covered a lot of topics and then you know lipsa is always there sharing good content on social media uh, so you know before i give a summary do you want to like give like quick insights to people or like you know food of thoughts kind of a thing I put you in the uh-huh. spot. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I should gyan dena, but kya gyan do? Like, what would be your like two quick insights to people who are like listening to it? Maybe like just two. It's an open-ended question, man. I'm like, kya batao? Kaun sa gyan do? Just like this, blooper uh, with when you put the guest on spot. <laughs> Uh, they give me a message, maybe. Uh... Okay. 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 Yeah, we are ready again. Yeah. So A, uh-huh. I want to the food for thought that I want to say is to talk about mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is very important to surround yourself with people and consume that content. Of course, you cannot surround yourself and with people in this pandemic. You shouldn't also, uh-huh. but consume the content uh-huh. that you want to create or you want to be. Consume those people mm-hmm. you aspire to be and see what they are doing. See what they are inspired by because. you know if you are in the same group of people like your friends and all they if if they are doing the same thing that you are doing you won't be inspired you won't be motivated to grow like if you want to quit your 9 to 5 job and you take advice from people who are doing 9 to 5 jobs it's not going to work out in your favor right so it's very important to have the correct people Mm-hmm. and the correct mindset okay mm-hmm. you charge what you are worth you are irreplaceable the mm-hmm. client if the client renegotiates your rate you can you know give them a discount for a like package thing but you have to stand your ground is a very interesting i, I think i told you about mm-hmm. the story right mm-hmm. you have to stand your ground you have to be firm because your energy is mm-hmm. precious mm-hmm. it's up to you mm-hmm. to figure out that uh, like you are doing the client a favor mm-hmm. by your service they need it mm-hmm. and that is why they are approaching you you shouldn't be like thankful and <sighs> this is like this mindset thing right the yeah. more you project yourself as a professional the more you can show them mm-hmm. that the results and the value that you are going to give them the more they would be more inclined to you know purchase your services this is like a food for thought mindset right b don't think that all of this is super difficult and you cannot get started take it one day at a time do one small task do some small one small task a day like break it into chunks uh follow john or follow me on social media just we'll be break it into simple chunks do one thing a day mm-hmm. and it will stop being overwhelming it will the more you do it the more experience you'll gain and it will become the second uh, it will become second nature to you mm-hmm. like 
I was su- I am super vi- conscious on video or audio. I was, <laughs> but the more I am talking, the more I am on uh-huh. podcasts like this uh-huh. or uh, sessions on Avalon or stuff. I'm you know slowly bridging that gap and like you know, mm-hmm. and it helps me to build on that skill as well. And mm-hmm. so you have to take it once, do one step at a time. come back assess the results do the next step then come back see what is there and just you know be in that self analytical and phase but don't be like don't think this is too vast mm-hmm. and you cannot do it you can do it i believe in you yeah that's super interesting and super powerful too it, it was like coming from like a marvel superwoman uh, dialogue <laughs> Oh damn! <laughs> I was just ex- uh, you know making it very dramatic. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I think like and the funny part is I haven't watched the Marvel series yet. I know huh? a lot of people are gonna hate me after this. No. Yeah. No, it's okay. You can always start one one movie at a time. <laughs> Or a movie marathon. Yes. Or twenty four is it? Twenty two. What? How many movies are there? Twenty two or twenty four? I don't have a stats on it. I just watch them. <laughs> <laughs> just sit on one weekend is like forty eight hour marathon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I think like uh, you know, just to summarize few things, you shared your journey with us, and that was quite inspiring. Like how you started, uh, and you know where you are now, and building a company that's a profitable of one crore. I know it's it's not just about the money, and also like the. the jobs you guys created and like you know uh it's like the ability to make that is more rewarding than you know it's like i can do that level of uh, achievement so that is super interesting and uh, yeah now you guys are like you are like helping other people to you know get there so that is super cool uh and i think like uh your i think the mindset is such an important thing you brought like uh, when people find what they love and somebody pays them to do it they feel like okay like you know i should be thankful i should be grateful but it's it's a reverse mm-hmm. thing right like you are helping them you are like creating value for them you know even i was in that headspace and once i like turned that like even interviewing for job right that i'm getting into a company to so- solve a problem it's not that you guys are doing me a favor <laughs> uh it's super powerful and i think like that works um and i think you guys are doing like you know talks in avalon uh, scenes apps and stuff so if you guys are listening to it do follow them over there uh, they're pretty interesting uh, our communities are freelance freedom for me in lenny yeah anyone the starts says right all of our economy is like you know moving towards that direction so these people are the industry leaders <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank thank you so much not that yet but hopefully <laughs> okay uh yeah and i think like uh thank you so much for your time and it's been super nice listening to you your experience uh no matter how many times i listen to it it's always new to me so i'm super excited to like listen to you and anish and all of you guys <laughs> uh anyways uh thank you for listening uh, this is the end of the podcast <laughs> bye speaking to you Thank you.